At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circa Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, Americans. It's Friday. Yes, welcome into Odds On with Amal Shaw and yours truly, Mike Palm. Amal, I took my wife uh, to downtown Summerlin last night to dinner, and she said, you know, I might be lucky because I'm pregnant. I'm thinking about going and playing slots, but I really don't want to go in a casino because of the smoke. Why don't you make some bets for me? I said, well, you don't want to follow me right now. I said, but Amal is very good on college basketball. Oh, great. She you said, had Idaho. Have Wait a minute now. Let me tell my story. She says, does he have any plays left today? I said, yes. I said, he loves Idaho, and the good news is they're catching 20. So she said, make the bet for me. So I put the bet in on my account. Didn't ask for for the money up front, but I put the bet in on my account. Then later last night, we're at home. She said, did I win that game? I said, you were close. They only lost by 50. Let me tell you something. She vandalized the kitchen. All right. By the way, that's good. I can add this to the list of among other friends whose wives don't like me. So this is very good. I'm right on par where I normally am anyway. So no, this she, is wants, good. she says, let's go back to the well. Double up tomorrow. Get, get them all's best play for you didn't tomorrow. Give her, you didn't give her my play on Clemson. They only won by she didn't even come up with this conversation until 6 o'clock in the evening. That game was long since the By the winter. way, where'd you go last night? La Strega? We went to this uh, Trattoria in downtown Summerlin, a little Italian place we hadn't been to. It was pretty good. Uh, Thursday night football last night. <laughs> I didn't see up. a play. I, I I saw enough. I saw it up to 10, 13 to nothing or whatever it was that happened. When Koo kicked the field goal, and then they had a penalty, and they, they moved it back five yards, and he kicked it. It looked like it was right down the middle, and suddenly he took a left-hand turn, and it missed. I said, oh, they got no shot in this game. I might have seen three plays in the second half. I was actually betting hockey, um, focused on that Edmonton game, uh, which I bet under about three different ways, and we got there 2-1 in a shootout. Um, and what do you make of this result, though? A totally dominating performance from the Patriots. Are you convinced now the Patriots are a playoff team? Uh, no, I, I wasn't objecting to them being a playoff team. I said, I don't believe they're going to beat Buffalo. That team, to me, there's still separation. Look, New England was outstanding in terms of what their defensive performance was. Four interceptions, didn't give up 170 yards even against this Atlanta Falcons team. You have to give this defense a lot of credit. And they, by the way, maintained their winning margin. Five games in a row now. They've won by 175 to 50 in terms of scoring. 25 points a game. They've been dominant. But, again, they've done it against some weaker foes. Now, the Browns, I wouldn't necessarily classify as a weaker foe. But, overall, give them a ton of credit for what they've been able to do. They're playing extremely well. And I can see why some of the people took some long shots on the Pats to win the Super Bowl. But I still have question marks about, can the offense deliver when you play a team that's competent offensively? Well, would you say the Browns are not competent offensively? Not the last couple of weeks. Baker Mayfield right now, he's got the, he's got a kicker syndrome going in terms of how his confidence is. The number one team in the league offensively in terms of yards per game and points per game is the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. 
They legitimately had every right to beat the Cowboys, lost in overtime in that game. Now, you could argue there was pretty strange things that happened in that game. But the defensive performance was credible against the Cowboys. No, I, look, they've got a very good defense. I'm not questioning that. I, I think in the NFL, and I make this point all the time, teams 1 through 4 and 29 through 32 are probably 3 to 4 players better than the, uh, the other teams. Teams 5 through 28 are 1 or 2 players, depending on the day of the week, uh, either the same, slightly better, or slightly worse than their opponent. Uh, does the results of the last two weeks for the Falcons, the performance at Jerry World and then last night at home to the Patriots, take some of the bloom off the rose of Arthur Smith as an offensive-minded coach? Uh, no, because I don't think he's working with a lot. I think the reality of it is this is where I think hands-on owners are a problem in the NFL. Jerry Jones, case in point, Arthur Blank in Atlanta. You develop a relationship with these players. And it's not that he just looks at Arthur, uh, excuse me, Matt Ryan and says, okay, he's a good quarterback, but he's got a personal relationship with him. And I think sometimes you become too close and you become blinded by what these players are. Matt Ryan is a guy they probably should have traded away and said, hey, let's go get somebody. Let's get a second round pick, a potential first round pick if we can steal one from somebody, what have you, and move on from that. I, I think that's the problem with the Atlanta Falcons. They've got some good pieces. We know Ridley's out, but Pitts is a good piece for them to build on. I think Arthur, Arthur Smith is a terrific offensive mind, but he needs a signal caller that can get it done. Mitch Moss from Follow the Money tweeted last night, I hate the pick of Pitts at number four in the draft every bit as much 10 weeks later as I did on draft night. Do you agree with that? Well, I think for a tight end, it's a bit of a reach, right? Because I, I said that when they drafted him, I said, you can't take a tight end that high. Um, but and, and really, Pitts is more like a, a wide receiver. You're probably better served getting a wide receiver somewhere at 15 or below. So I, I get his point on that. I, I think to me, and the blueprint has been there now for the last two decades in the NFL and college football. You've got to win on the lines, offensive line, defensive line. If you look at the Browns, the reason why they're successful, it's not because of Baker Mayfield. It's because they've got Wyatt Teller. They've got Conklin. They've got a great offensive line, Jedrick Wills. When you look at teams that are successful, I always point to the 07 Giants that beat the Patriots. That offense considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time, only managed to put up, what, 17 or 14 points in that Super Bowl. And it was that front four for the Giants that made the difference. And the same thing with Atlanta. If you wanted to get well, and you and I talked about this with the Cincinnati Bengals, should have drafted Panay Sewell. Now, Jefferson's been outstanding, but I think long-term, Panay Sewell provides you more value in terms of the passing and running game. Should the Falcons have drafted one of these rookie quarterbacks? Good question. It depends on how you value them, because right now, I think Mac Jones is the head of the class. He's been doing, you know, Mac Jones is a very good quarterback from an accuracy standpoint, but he also fell into the best situation, right? Everybody else has gone to teams that were struggling. The Bears, the Jets, the the um, Jones or Jaguars. Fields would have been available to them at four. Absolutely, right? <clears throat> Could have taken either of those guys, but I don't know if they have the same success that they're uh, that Mac is having in New England that he would have had in Atlanta for sure. So I don't know if they should have or not. All right, let's move on now. Let's talk about the other matchups in the AFC East. A rematch of last year's divisional round playoff with the Colts taking on the Buffalo Bills in Orchard Park. This game has sat at seven all week in favor of the home Bills with a total of 49 and a half a mall. Any interest in this game? Um, I don't. I think the Colts are a more competitive team than they get credit for. Buffalo, I, I, you know, I have anointed them a top team, and I think they're going to win this division. But I've got to see some consistency from them. Right now, we're starting to see a little bit of a drop-off from them. The other thing is with Frank Reich, uh, excuse me, not Frank Reich, uh, McDermott, I think he's a great coach, and the defense is playing extremely well. But again, can Josh Allen deliver? They gave him this long-term contract, let's let him prove it in the postseason. And this is the type of game, if you're a big-time quarterback, you should be able to dominate this Colts defense. I'll have a play on this game later when we, we do the plays in the final segment. Here's a game I wanted to play, but I couldn't find an angle to play it. This is a divisional matchup. Dolphins travel north to MetLife to take on the Jets. The Dolphins and Tua, minus 3.5 against the Jets and Joe Flacco. Total 44 and a half. I'm all the Miami defense has been pretty solid the last three weeks. They have. Um, I, I just, for me, this would be a play against the Jets here, but I don't like it at three and a half. I didn't play it. Um, you know, it, it was funny. I mentioned yesterday I like the Saints. I, I got a whole host of injuries that somebody had sent me. Alvin Kamara looks like he's not going to play for them, so I didn't play that game either. I, I just haven't found too many NFL games this weekend that I really like, including college as well. So this is a game that I'd probably stay away from. I think this is where the in game opportunities come in. You know, maybe the uh, Dolphins have an early turnover. Jets capitalize, get a score, and you can get the Jet, uh, Dolphins in game at less than three and a half. I think about I'm th I haven't played this, but I think about if I put together a money line parlay, I'd probably have the Dolphins in there. I, I would. I, I, would I don't do want to lay three and a half. I would never do that on the road. No, 
I'm not just. I'm not. Look, that's at, your same theory on Survivor and on Moneyline. You don't use road teams. Well, how did Tampa work out on the road I'm last week? I'm just I'm saying. I'm just saying. I just no. The reason why the, I say that, but you my, are consistent in that. You anytime I ask about a road team in the Moneyline, even last week with those games, you said, "Oh, I like Kansas State at home, right?" In yeah. my in my Moneyline parlay, yeah. you you wouldn't have played the other two, and the Iowa State lost on the road. I, I'm telling you, when you look at in baseball, the NBA, the NFL, if you look at teams that are bad, they still compete at home. I mean, take, for example, the best example of a game I can give you is Detroit and Baltimore in a game that the Lions should have won. They're never winning that game at M&T. All right, the feature matchup, America's Game of the Week. Uh, Buck and Aikman will be calling the game at Arrowhead. Cowboys at Chiefs. This number stayed steady. I thought it might tick up to three. Maybe it still does on game day, although both of these are very public teams, Amal. Two, two of probably the, most, the four most public teams we have in the betting markets. Chiefs laying two and a half in this spot. Minus 135 on the money line and a total of 56 and a half. As I mentioned, Dallas, the number one scoring and yards per game offense. Yeah, Dallas has been terrific offensively. They've done a great job going on the road. I think their offense should be able to move the ball against the Chiefs here. I think the reason why the odds makers haven't put up a three here is because they know they'll get inundated with Cowboy money. I think a lot of people would want to take this Dallas team. Are you a believer in this Kansas City defense? No. No. They've played better, but... We've seen over three years they're no good now, right? Yeah. I mean, they haven't in a, in a big spot done it. You know, the only thing that they have in their advantage is they get Kyle Shanahan in the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl. You know, that helped that defense out when they were able to rally in that game, and you knew he didn't want to throw the ball with Garoppolo in that spot. I think this is a game you sit back and you enjoy and you watch it. I, I would agree with you. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be competitive. I, I think it should be a high-scoring game. Is this Dallas team the best Dallas team in the last decade? Yes. I mean, Dallas hasn't been good for a while. Better they, than any of the Romo teams? Yeah, they weren't. I mean, this defense is far better than they were. Better if, than the team that lost on that catch-no-catch. No catch, uh, against uh, the Green, Green Bay. Bay. I thought that was the best team that they've had probably in the last 15 years. Yeah, the Dez play. The Dez. Uh, you know, probably. But, you know, you look at this team offensively. They're, they're very talented. The Monday night game here, we continue to see all the Buccaneers injuries. Brady's not going to have his favorite two guys, right? No Gronk, no Antonio Brown. We see Giants money here. This down to 10.5. I suspect it's going to tick down to 10 with a total of 49.5. Are you with everybody else here and like the Giants with the points? Um, yeah, I tend to think the Giants would be competitive. Remember last year at the Meadowlands, or whatever it's called nowadays, but um, it was a two-point conversion that the Buccaneers had to stop against them. The Giants are one of these teams that play just competitive enough to be competitive and loose. And I think we could see something similar. Giants here. off the bye, having had beaten yep. the Raiders uh, two weeks ago. Tampa Bay losing off the bye last week uh, in Washington. You mentioned Saints-Eagles. I like the Saints here. Concerned about Kamara. This number sits at two. We always see the money go to the Eagles on Sundays. Any chance this goes off at three, Amal? Total of 43. Yeah, I think we will because of the injuries. I think you're going to start to see this one move upwards. It was funny because yesterday I said I like the Saints. And I got a text this morning that the following guys are out for uh, New Orleans. And I said, you know what? I think I have to look at taking the Eagles in this matchup simply because they have too many injuries. Real quick, Alvin Kamara not expected to go. Taysom Hill, Ryan Ramchek, uh, Toronto Armstead, Ty Montgomery. Uh, so you got a bunch of guys out. How about under that circumstance playing an under here with an Eagles team that wants to run the ball and a New Orleans team that's limited offensively? I hear your point. I just I, Look, I used to be a big under guy in the NFL. I no longer am because you just see these games just explode out of nowhere. So I don't, I don't want to touch this one. All right. Up next, Amal and I are going to focus on the top college football matchups of the weekend. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. 
We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, or Amal's personal favorite, Citrus. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths. You can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com f-i-n-d. Warning, this product does contain nicotine, and nicotine, as we all know them all, is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm with the Mall Shaw here on VCND Sports Betting Network. Let's focus on college football this weekend. Your alma mater is hosting Wonder Kid Mel Tucker and the Michigan State Spartans. I went back and listened, by the way. I'm a very good debate with Michael Lombardi yesterday. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciated that. I would put in those coaches, you said there's three coaches that you'd have to sign and keep at their schools. Right. I would add Kirby Smart to that. I think that he deserves, he would be the fourth fourth on that list, but fourth. I, I would agree with you, and I actually forgot about Kirby, yeah. but, you, but you're absolutely right. Okay. Um, I'd actually maybe put him ahead of Dabo. Michigan State catching 19 in Columbus, a matchup of two top 10 teams. Remember, all these teams in the East control their own fate, Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State in terms of getting to a Big Ten title game and possibly the college football playoff, a total of 68.5 here. Michigan State getting plus 650 on the money line. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win this game. This is not going to be circa 1998, but I think uh, it's going to come down to can Michigan State score somewhere between 24 and 31 points to be able to cover. I think the Buckeyes flourish against this Michigan State defense. I didn't touch this game. I don't like either side. I think it's a tough number to call. If anything, I would look towards the over in this game. I think Ohio State's going to get into the 40s. They're the number one scoring offense in college football, and I think their defense during against the pass still has some deficiencies. They're good against the run, but I think Michigan State can move the ball through the air. Can Kenneth Walker win the Heisman on Saturday in Columbus? I'm telling you right now, I hope <laughs> Kenneth Walker goes for 200 yards. I really do. I, I think want, he, if he does, I think he wins the Heisman. Well, I, I want him to win it because I don't think Stroud's going to win it. And I like Bryce Young personally. Stroud's the steam right now. He's he's getting close to being the uh, co-first choice for this with uh, with the Bryce Young. Yeah, that's fine. But the bottom line is I don't understand how – look, I'm not necessarily saying Bryce Young should win it. But – I think it should be Walker 1, Young 2, Stroud 3 at this point in time. However, when you look at Bryce Young, they played a lot of weak opponents. They put up some good stats. I think he's got 33 touchdowns, 3 picks. But he, to me, the problem he, is Stroud hasn't delivered in some big games. Well, that, that and I will disclose just like Bear did, I don't have a Heisman vote. But um, in my mind, look, in the biggest game of the year for them, and I know it was only a second start, he came up small against Oregon. You made a point. Ohio State, Oregon didn't stop Ohio State in that game. Stroud stopped them. Yeah. He missed a lot of third and fourth down passes in that, in he, that game. He had Wilson or Olave, I forgot who it was, wide open on a, on a streak pass, and it was just an easy touchdown. And then as far as Young goes, I mean, isn't it almost going to be a yes-no vote based on uh, his performance against the Georgia defense? That's what it comes down right. to. Plays great. They win. Yeah. He gets it. They lose, and he, and he throws a pick or two. They're in trouble. Okay, uh, speaking of Alabama, they're home at Tuscaloosa to take on a pretty good Arkansas team. I, I was impressed by a gutty performance 
against LSU. To win in Death Valley on a Saturday night is always tough. We saw Arkansas go between the hedges and get absolutely rolled. They go to Tuscaloosa, catching 21 with a total of 58 a moment. Yeah, this is a game to me. I thought another one. I would lean towards the dog here, but I didn't play this one either. I think these are some tough games this week. I didn't really have much that jumped out to me. But overall, the big question mark is, can this Arkansas team improve upon what they did last year? 52 points given up against Alabama last year, but that was an all-time offense, all-time team. That was in Fayetteville. Now they've got to play better. I like K.J. Jefferson. Johnson's got to run the ball more effectively for this team. If they can get some balance out of both of those guys, they've got a chance to stay within this number. If not, they could have their doors blown off. Is the Arkansas offense good enough to put up some points here on Alabama? Because I think if I think if you like if you think Arkansas can get to 24, 21, you have to take the points in this game. I would agree with you. That's the big question yeah. mark. I'm not sure if they're consistent enough. The Alabama secondary has some weaknesses. It comes down to can you protect against Anderson and that uh, front four and front seven for Alabama? If you can do that, you got a great chance here. Uh, I like them to go tempo if they can do that. I think it'll make a difference. And Sam Pittman's generally put together some good defensive game plans. Let's see if he can do it in this one against Bryce Young and the Alabama offense. Likely a preview of the Pac-12 championship game will happen in Salt Lake City on Saturday. Oregon at Utah. The number's been three. It stayed three in favor of the Utes. Favored over the third-ranked Oregon Ducks, third-ranked by the College Football Playoff Committee, with a total of 59. I say probably because you know Utah beats Oregon here. Oregon's going to have to beat Oregon State. But that game's in Eugene this year. Yeah, I, I get it. But th- that's the only possibility of one of these two not getting to, not getting to the title game. Um, but I, I think it's probably about 80, 85 to 90% that that's going to happen again. I'm going to have a play on this game later when we give the picks. I want your take on it now. You know, I lean towards uh, Utah here. Now, I know a lot of people are back in Oregon in this spot, and I understand why, because they have dominated running the football, and the Utes struggle against teams that have a physical offensive line, which Oregon does. Uh, I just think that I've seen this too many times. Teams going to Rice Eccles, you think, okay, we're going to beat Utah. But they're a physical football team themselves, and this is what Kyle Whittingham has built his career on. He's been there since, what, 04? Since Urban left to go to Florida? Or 05, rather, excuse me. And he, they've done a tremendous job, and I, I think they're going to win this game. They're going to find a way to win this football game. In Norman, Oklahoma, the Sooners off their loss in Waco host Iowa State, who's coming off a loss of their own in Lubbock. This number, Amal, this number... Open five and a half, five, down to four and a half, down to four. It's down to three and a half. Iowa State money all week long. 59 and a half total sits at three and a half. Do you like the Cyclones in this spot? Uh, I lean towards Oklahoma here. I think the Sooners bounce back at home. It's always tough to win on the road. I think Iowa State, you know, we're talking about Oklahoma and how they played so many close games. Give them credit for winning those games. Iowa State is six and four. I thought they were going to have a better record. I thought they'd get over their season win total of nine. They didn't do that. They're not going to be able to do that. This team has been inconsistent. You look at them losing on the road in a game that they were trailing majority of it against Texas Tech. I like Boomer Sooner here. Uh, that'll be the difference in this game. The offense there. Uh, Caleb Williams starting for Oklahoma, or are they going yeah. back to Rattler? Caleb Williams. Okay. Big matchup in the ACC here. Uh, Dave Clawson's team, Wake Forest, only one loss this year. That was that shootout in Chapel Hill. They have to go to Death Valley now and play Clemson. Clemson, four and a half. It's tough to make a total on this game when you have a great defense and a, un, uh, a less than average offense against a great offense and a less than average defense. The total here, I'm all sits at 57. Do you have a play on this game? Uh, I I would look towards the under and I would look towards Clemson. I still think when you look at their defense, they haven't given up 20 points to anybody in regulation. Uh, the 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 Florida State scored 20 something, but it was on a defensive touchdown. They got a score. Against NC State, they gave up 13 points in double overtime. This Clemson defense is national championship level. I think the Wake Forest defense has a lot of deficiencies, but I don't know if Sam Hartman and company are going to be able to move the ball as effectively as they have against everyone else in the ACC. Who is the best offense that Clemson has played this year? Uh, Pittsburgh. And they, they really did a good job against them defensively, and the score came from uh, uh, a score came from the defense in that game by Pittsburgh as well. Michigan goes to Maryland. Michigan with the big uh, the big game on deck at uh, against Ohio State. Michigan laying more than two touchdowns on the road in this spot here. Maryland pretty disappointing Big Ten campaign. Michigan 14 and a half, 57 and a half here. Is this a look ahead spot or do you think the Wolverines roll? No, I think the Wolverines roll. I think there's too much at stake. There's no looking ahead for Michigan right now. This is not Alabama. They're just not going to show up and just win the football game. They got to dominate defensively, which I think they will be able to do. I think it's not going to be a similar scoreline to what we saw Iowa dominate Maryland because there was four turnovers, I think, in that first half. But I think Michigan wins this game 
like 38-17, 38-14, something like that. All right, Cincinnati has three games left that they need to win and hope for some help to get in the playoff. Cincinnati laying 11 at home against SMU. They have East Carolina and most likely Houston in the American Conference Championship game. One, do you think Cincinnati stumbles anywhere along the way here? And two, do you think that they can bounce back and finally cover 0-4 in their last four games against the spread? Lane 11, total of 65. Yeah, I would lean towards Cincinnati here. I think they're going to win this game and get the cover. They're, they're a very good defense, but I think Desmond Ritter in the offense should be able to move the ball. And they've not played well, Mike. I think this is the perfect spot for them to bounce back at Nippert. They get the job done. Uh, Dykes potentially leaving to go elsewhere. I, I think this SMU team, even though they're very good offensively with Tanner Mordecai, I, I still like Cincinnati here, laying the number. I want to pick up the Mel Tucker discussion that you had with yeah. Michael Lombardi yesterday to finish off this segment. And Michael Lombardi says, he made a comment, unless you're in it, you don't under appreciate the pressure that's on the athletic director. And if something's working, you got to lock him up. My question in this whole thing is, where's Mel Tucker going if he leaves Michigan State? Is LSU trying to hire him? They're going after Lincoln Riley. They offered Lincoln Riley eight years, $96 million. Yeah. In Oklahoma, I love what Oklahoma said. We're not going to match it. You want to take it? Take it. I, I, I agree with them. And you know what? It's not like Lincoln's got any rings there. If you want to count Big 12 championships, yeah. fine. But the bottom line is they didn't win any national titles yet, and they're not going to win one this year. To me, at some point in time, you got to draw a line in the sand. And, and I think most programs have to realize that, hey, you can't sit there and be held hostage by these agents sitting there saying, we're going elsewhere. You know what? Go. You, you know what? Texas A&M is overpaid for three losses. How's A&M season? You're excited because you got a potential recruiting class coming in? You can't beat Mississippi State at home. Go ahead and celebrate your Alabama victory. How did that work out for Kevin Sumlin? He has destroyed a program along the way and pocketed about $50 million. You got to stop acquiescing. Two programs. Don't don't forget Arizona. No, I included Arizona. Oh, okay. Uh, I want to ask you this. If Lincoln Raleigh takes the job at LSU, where does Oklahoma look? Do they go back to big game, Bob? Is he getting no, back in the they, game? They got options. Though. Alex Grinch. Okay. When we come back, back to the NFL. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We have a new prop tracker now available on VSIN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to VSIN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, our betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VSIN.com slash NFL. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. By the way, do you agree with uh, Bryce Harper for NL MVP? I did not, but... Um, did you agree with Corbin Burns? I didn't agree with any of the National I, League I Awards. Didn't, no, I thought, I thought it should have been Juan Soto. I went back and looked at the stats. The only thing that Bryce was better in was in home runs by five. More run scores for Soto, more RBI, better batting average. I thought he was a better player. All right, let's pick up with our NFL uh, rundown here. The football team off their win against Tampa Bay at home. They travel to Carolina, which, you know, before the Panthers ever existed, North Carolina was was Washington Redskin territory, right? So they still have a big fan base. Absolutely. They still have a big fan base in that area. Panthers here with Cam Newton, lane three. This number's been three and a half down to three with a total of 43. Amal, do you like the dog in this game or no play? Uh, no play here for me in this one. Uh, I, how can you back Washington in any spots? I know they beat uh, Tampa at home, but that's one of those games. You know, you have the defending Super Bowl champions you get up for. Now you go on the road here. I, I, I think if, if you take a look at it from a Carolina perspective is where you got to go. But what is Cam going to do? I know he, he scored a touchdown and he had a touchdown pass early on, but come on. Let's yeah, I, I tend to think they're going to go back and forth with him and Walker. I, I, I do too. I, I don't think they're just committed that Cam's going to take 90 snaps and that's going to be it. I, I think they'll use him like that. I don't know. I think they showed some signs of life. The, the Washington, if you go back and look at the, the, the defensive metrics for Washington, they've definitely improved over their last three games, which is four weeks because they had to buy in there. Remember, this defense was supposed to be a top five, top ten defense and certainly didn't perform that way, especially on third down. Seen a little bit of Washington money here down to three. All right, big matchup in the NFC North. The Packers go to Minneapolis to take on the Vikings. Packers covered every week since that loss in week one to the Saints in Jacksonville. Have Aaron Rodgers back. Vikings off a key uh, victory at SoFi, Re really a last stand for them to keep their playoff hopes alive. Now they get a shot to gain a game on Green Bay, who's three ahead of them in the race in the AFC North. This number was two and a half of them all, down to two, down to one and a half, more Vikings money. Currently, Green Bay won 46 and a half. 
Yeah, uh, I can see why money's coming in on Minnesota. This is a good football team, probably far better than their record. This is a rivalry game. Uh, you know, you mentioned it yesterday about teasing Minnesota with a six or a seven, depending on what the number was. Now sitting at one, uh, I can see a lot of people putting the Minnesota Vikings in teasers here. Again, this is where I think the in-game opportunities are so much better because you could see a scenario where, hey, Minnesota might be down seven. You can get four and a half or something in-game, just a far better number, or vice versa with Green Bay as well. The NFC West matchup, Cardinals travel northwest to play the Seahawks. Russell Wilson back for the Seahawks. First time he's ever shut out in his career. Goes back over 10 years before the last time the Seahawks had been shut out as they were in Lambeau last week. Cardinals still probably not going to have uh, the roadrunner at quarterback. They're still laying two, though, in this spot with a total of 47 and a half. Are the Cardinals a very susceptible road favorite in this spot? I think they are. Yeah. I think Seattle's going to bounce back. They're going to play better. I think this is a dangerous spot for Arizona here on the road. Kyler Murray, he's the one who said he's going to decide if he's healthy or not. Uh, this is going to be a tough one here. Yeah. I, I think no Murray here. You have to lean Seahawks. I tend to spot. agree. Especially, oh. you always say a team gets embarrassed. Now, they only got beat 17 nothing, but not scoring is the embarrassing part Absolutely for the offense, right? Yeah. right? Uh, 49ers at Jaguars. 49ers make the long trip from uh, the West Coast all the way down to Florida to take on Jacksonville. Urban Meyer squad. 49ers impressive on Monday night in beating the Rams. Really ran the football well uh, and turned Matt Stafford over when they needed to. They're laying uh, six and a half up to seven now at DraftKings on the road here with a total of 45 and a half. I'll tell you one thing, I'm not laying seven in this spot. No, definitely not. Neither am I. But I think the 49ers with that win will have some momentum going forward. Um, no, no interest in this game. I, like I said, I don't mean to sound passive on every game here, but I just didn't like a lot of the college or the NFL this weekend. Sample size is short, but overall assess the Urban Meyer experience for Jacksonville so far. You know, to a certain extent, it's to be what was expected. This is a bad football team. They've been competitive in certain spots. A couple spots, they looked horrible. They look like they just don't even know what they're doing. But I also think one of the problems that's not gotten talked about is Trevor Lawrence at times has not looked like what everybody thought he was when they kept on saying he's the number one pick for two years at the last two years at Clemson. So I think some of that's there. Uh, ETN, their number one running back, uh, first-round pick. He gets injured. Um, Cam Robinson has also been banged up. So I don't know. I think it's too early to tell what the long-term is for Jacksonville. Uh, Steelers and Chargers. This this game has another one with movement here. Originally, uh, this game opened up around four. We're seeing now Chargers up to five and a half uh, with a total of 47. Is this a bounce-back spot for the Chargers off their loss at home to the Vikings? Oh, I like the Steelers plus five and a half. I, I think it's a few too many points. The one thing with Pittsburgh is defensively they can perform. The The Chargers are not a good defensive football team. Mike, are you confident enough laying six points on the at home with the Chargers? And remember one thing. This will be a Steelers home game. Well, there the, will be a ton of Steelers fans here. People, you know, sometimes overlooked is the fact when you're, you're betting Chargers futures or, you know, season win total, nine and a half, ten and a half, and all that. They play 17 road games. Now they don't have to travel right, exactly. 17 times. But, you know, they're lucky if they can get 40% of the fans at SoFi. That Dallas game had to be 80% Cowboy fans in week number two. That's what I'm saying. Even, uh, last, uh, even last week, Minnesota was probably 65 70% uh, in, in this spot. How about on a money line? Would you play the Chargers on the money line if you're putting a money line? Or you No, you're just all Steelers in this spot. Yeah, it's Steelers. I'm not convinced the Chargers necessarily win this game. Okay, two teams really at a crossroads here meet in Las Vegas this weekend. The Bengals and the Raiders uh, coming off some bad losses. Bengals. Lane one on the road here, now up to one and a half at DraftKings with a total of 50 and a half. Kind of last stand games for both of these teams to me. I like the Raiders here. I, I, I don't think the Bengals should be a, a road favorite. What, what, come on. Are you kidding me? No respect for the Raiders. I like the Raiders here in this one. How about the total? 50 and a half. I lean a little bit under. I don't have an opinion on that. Um, I mean, it could go either way. You've got a great uh, environment to throw the football in. But I, I just don't get this line. I, I like the Raiders here. What would you make the line if you were the odds maker? Raiders two? Yeah, that was exactly my number. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Lions, off the best performance of the year in terms of result, they get a tie. And I'm all people say, you've got to crawl before you walk. You've got to walk before you run. Michael Lombardi says you have to learn how not to lose before you learn to win. That's the Patriot way. They're catching 11 against Baker Mayfield, total 43 and a half. Is 11 too many points for Baker Mayfield to lay to anybody, or do you like the Browns in this spot? No, I think it's too many points. Uh, I, I mean, but I don't want to back Detroit either. I mean, it's just, I, I don't want to take it, but I don't want to lay it with the Lions, I mean, with the Browns. Yeah, I look at weather here. I like what, if the weather is decent here, I would lean up to 12 and a half here at DraftKings. Uh, if the weather is decent here, I would look at the points with the Lions. I just, I don't like golf and weather. 
you know, he's never played very well yeah. in weather. He and, and now he's a dome quarterback. He went dome at the Rams. Dome played in California. Um, so, but if it's bad weather, you know, and it seems like Cleveland, there's two or three horrific games, either either with precipitation or wind, every year at that stadium. So, if it's bad weather, Eileen Browns. If it's decent weather, uh, I think I might take a shot here. Game gets to 13. Ravens and Bears. Ravens and Bears. Ravens, the extra rest with the, the, the playing on Thursday night and that game in Miami against the Bears. This number was six, down to four and a half, back to five, back to five and a half. So we've seen buyback as the number came down on the Ravens with a total of 44 and a half. My question, Amal, will, they take, will the Bears take a play out of Miami's playbook and start watering down the center of that field right about now? They should. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to touch this football game, but I lean towards the Bears here, Mike. I think it's a few too many points. You want to check the injuries for the Bears, uh, whether Mac's going to be in there or not. Akeem Hicks, two guys key on that defense. I think the Ravens are not the team you want to lay six points with on the road. Uh, I would agree with you here. I lean Bears. I thought about teasing the Bears up past the 10. I'm going to have a teaser when we come back after the break uh, with the plays. A lot of college basketball this weekend. A lot of games in Las Vegas. Anything that you're eyeing today? Uh, not, hey, college basketball, I'm just kind of keeping an eye on this Clemson-St. Bonaventure game that's already started. But I didn't number see, was three and a half, St. Bonnie's? Yeah, St. Bonnie's. Who are, who are ranked. Yeah. Clemson is not ranked, but absolutely dominated Temple. Great call by you yesterday. Well, thanks. I guess it makes up for Idaho not, not well, showing up. Not, well, I don't play the big sky anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was just a play on the number, and I remember watching the game. Oh, it's pretty tight early on. And then all of a sudden, I was like, yeah, this is why Uh-oh. you can't bet on yeah. the Vandals. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, you know, for me, not, nothing really. I just How about thought this, this game here in Las Vegas? They have this little tournament. Michigan in UNLV. town, they play the late game against the host team UNLV tonight. I think Michigan's laying about 12, coming off the loss to Seton Hall. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough number for them to cover. Obviously, I think the Wolverines win the game, but I don't think Michigan is as efficient offensively as they were last year. They don't shoot the three ball as well. That's going to be something to pay attention to throughout the course of the season. Yeah, it will be an interesting result. And then the winners, Wichita State playing in the early game, the winners uh, meet on Sunday. The Michigan guy is going to hang out here, the fan club, uh, booster club, hang out here on Saturday at Stadium Swim and uh, catch the Michigan-Maryland game and then go up and have a few cocktails up top at the Legacy Club of Mall. Oh, very nice. Yeah, nice. Big weekend for Derek. The Detroit in town last night, the Red Wings uh, playing the Knights. Knights, with all those injuries, all those guys out, still were able to overcome it, put up four in the, in the second period and beat the uh, Red Wings 5-2. to two. Yeah, Thomas Christ couldn't get it done there for uh, Detroit. Uh, no, not not at all. I thought he was very, very shaky uh, in the second period. All right, when we come back, we're going to take a look at the, uh, our plays for the weekend, including a hedge play I have on my ticket for Cincinnati to win the national championship. I'm going to hedge it this week. You'll see how, and I want to get, Amal, your reaction to see if you think I'm doing the proper thing in the way I'm hedging it. I have five units, and it's actually a five units if you think of 100. I have 500 on Cincinnati at 14 to 1 to make the playoff. Currently, they're sitting around plus 260, plus 270. You have to lay 350 for them not to make it. I want to see how you think about this pick. All right, our plays when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. BetRivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and now New York. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. One and one yesterday with the uh, college basketball plays. Amal, a winner with Clemson, a loser with, a loser with the Vandals of Idaho. He got a couple plays for us this weekend. Yeah, uh, college football. All three of them in college football, actually. Texas Tech at home catching 10.5 against Oklahoma State. I like this number here. I think Oklahoma State wins this game, but I think the Red Raiders are competitive in this one. Outside shot to pull it off. I don't think they do. Uh, and then Oregon State getting three at home against Arizona State. Another game back up in the northwest part of the country for ASU. Barely escaped in Seattle. I think Oregon State's a little bit better offense. Actually, a far better offense. And I think they cover this one. They win the game. I like them plus three here. And then Houston at home tonight against Memphis minus nine. I like the uh, Cougars in this matchup. What do you think of that total of 60 of them all? Houston defense is, is far better. Good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very uh, good. No opinion on that. Okay, I have uh, uh, some plays for us this weekend, and I want to get Amal's reaction to a lot of them. All right, I'm going to start out here with a hedge of my ticket on Cincinnati. I have 500 on Cincinnati uh, to make the playoffs at 14 to 1, so to win 7,000. I'm going to start off Amal with a five unit play on um, Oregon. Sorry if I, if I put this right, it's, it's the other way. A five unit play on Oregon plus 140 here in this game against Utah. Well, so I'm hedging. My, my thing is, if, if Oregon wins out, Cincinnati's probably not going to get in because you're going to have Oregon. You're going to get the Big Ten champ. You might get the Big 12 champ. I think it makes it very difficult here. The hedge is Oregon minus uh, a plus 140. So if they win and it hurts my ticket to win 7,000, at least I'm getting back the 700 on my $500 ticket on Cincinnati. Okay, I see what you did. Okay, you took the Utes. I, I thought you were taking Oregon. No, I'm That's... taking Oregon. The, the, okay. the, the, I wrote it wrong. Okay, okay I'm taking Oregon here. Okay. Um, I, I can still win both because Oregon can win this week in Salt Lake and still lose to Oregon State true. or Utah, Utah and get that's, Cincinnati. That's in. a fair point. But I think my ticket it, it 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 my ticket's value increases greatly if you if Oregon loses this week and they're a three point dog in this spot. Yeah, that, that's fair. Um, I, I don't have a problem with it. I don't think it's a bad play because I think the Ducks are very much alive in this game. I think it's a complete coin toss. All right, I have a I have a two unit play here. Uh, we're back now. All this international um, World Cup yeah, qualifying is all, done. Yeah. So Premier League comes back. La Liga comes back. Bundesliga is back today. This is a game uh, tomorrow morning. Tottenham leads. Tottenham hosting leads. Tottenham a pretty big favorite in this spot. Look, Leeds gives you value to the under because traditionally they've been a very high-scoring team. Not so much the last year, the back half of last year and this year. And Tottenham is a team that's really struggled to score. I mean, I mean Kane and men, but they really haven't scored a lot. I'm going to go under two and a half, and you're getting plus 110 here at two units. Now, Amal, I'm going to do a six, uh, a six and a half, or a seven-point teaser, actually, round robin um, of four teams, and I'm doing all the threes. So there's four threes, right? Right. Pays plus 150. Now, if I lose one game, I hit one, I hit one of the legs. If I win all four games, I hit all four of the legs at plus 150, and I'm putting two units on this. Here's the place. Bill's down to a pick. Mm-hmm. The football team up to 10 and a half. Um, the Vikings uh, up to, it's actually eight now with the, the line movement. And the Saints up to nine. Tell me your thoughts on that. I think it's pretty good. Uh, I, I like what you've done here. Uh, I think the Saints would be competitive. The Vikings, I, I completely agree with you on. Uh, the Washington football team, I'm a little bit concerned with because they can be inconsistent at times. Uh, but I, overall, I like in that. I like Buffalo to win the game. Take a game tonight, Air Force, uh, the Mountain West matchup in Reno. I think this Air Force team has played very well. Reno, a, just a very emotionally crushing loss. They really, they you know, had a shot to win that game. They had the ball. They had the lead. San Diego State kicked the field goal. They still had the ball with a minute twenty to go 
needing a field goal to win. That game was really for that Pacific side of the Mountain West right. division, which San Diego State ended up winning. I think Nevada, it's a crushing loss. They go back home against an Air Force team that has a little more of ability to throw the ball than people think, and the defense has improved as well. And then we talked about this game yesterday. I think 17 is too much at Happy Valley for Rutgers. The team that can run the football and play defense, Penn State still not fully healthy. One unit on that as well. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. My concern is Rutgers' offense. Can they score consistently? At times, they're inconsistent. That's the one area I have a little bit of a concern in this matchup. All right, let's get back to some of the college football matchups this weekend, Amal. In the ACC, Virginia at Pitt. Big number here, 14 and a half. Yeah, I think uh, it is a bit of a big number here, but this Pitt offense should flourish against this UVA defense. They can't stop anybody. The big thing is you look at this uh, Virginia team offensively. Armstrong was out. That's a problem when you uh, look at it from an offensive perspective. I think they're in trouble. I think Pittsburgh's going to score uh, over 40 points in this one and dominate. Okay, UL Lafayette goes to Liberty to play Hughes Freeze's team. Liberty laying four and a half with a total of 53 and a half. Yeah, when you look at this team, uh, to me, in terms of uh, UL uh, Lafayette, been a very solid team, but this uh, Liberty team has gone completely under the radar in so many different spots. I think this is going to be a, a tough matchup. I think when you go back, their only loss for Lafayette, I think, was against Texas to open the season. Yeah, and they were eight-point dog. Texas covered in that spot, and it's yeah. been pretty much downhill. Yeah, nine, nine in yeah. a row. Um, I would look at taking the dog here plus the points. I, I just think that you're not getting enough credit. This is a team that's been challenged. I know Liberty has had a good year. Malik Willis is going to be probably a first-round potential uh, first you know, two-round quarterback taken, but I think it's too many points with the Raging Cajun. In the battle for L.A., and no, I'm not talking Lakers-Clippers. Uh, I'm not talking Kings-Ducks. I'm not Louisiana. talking Dodgers-Angels. Yeah, lower Alabama. I'm talking about UCLA and USC, this game at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Chipper, he's a road favorite here of a field goal with a total of 65 and a half. I like the Bruins here. I think UCLA wins this game. Jackson Dart going to get start for USC. Uh, I think DTR and company are just good enough offensively. USC's defense has got some major problems. I think uh, UCLA wins this game. This is going to be a high-scoring game, though. Here's a really terrific game. This might game might be going under the radar, but probably a top three or four game of the weekend. Dave Aranda takes his Baylor Bears north to the Little Apple. Kansas State, Dave Kleeman's team. This game has gone back and forth a little bit. Kansas State was one yesterday. It's a pick em in some spots with a total of 50. Can Baylor, off the big win at home over Oklahoma, get it done on the road against a, fundamental, a fundamentally sound Kansas State squad? I do a show every Friday morning, and they ask me about this game. Is this with the coach? Yeah, Coach Neuheisel. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, I, I didn't have an answer. Baylor's a very good team. Dave Aranda's a terrific coach. And by the way, LSU, I know they're going to potentially get Lincoln Riley, but if they don't get Lincoln Riley, I would look at Dave Aranda at Baylor. Remember, he was the defensive coordinator on the national championship team. Mike, Kansas State quietly is 7-3. and three. You know, we're talking about Baylor because they had the win against Oklahoma, who's uh, Baylor's 8-2. and two. But nobody's talking about the fact that K-State is at 7-3. and three. They had losses in back-to-back -back weeks at home against Iowa State and Oklahoma. But this is a good football team. Skylar Thompson back under center for this team. Uh, played last week. Uh, boy, K-State, how many times do you see teams going to the Little Apple and come out with an L? I lean towards the home team here, but can't play this game. Okay. Uh, let's stay in the Big 12. Texas has to make the trip to Morgantown to take on West Virginia. We saw Mike Gundy's squad take care of business against West Virginia. Matt Campbell's squad couldn't, losing 38-31. They're Texas, Texas catching two and a half now. This game was three earlier, a little bit of Longhorn money, 56 and a half of them all. Yeah, this is one where I think you can only bet West Virginia. How can you back a team right now without their best player, also their reeling? I mean, that Kansas State game to me was just a brutal loss. That was a taxing game. Emotionally, you lose a game. Now you've lost five in a row. Uh, and here's the thing, and this is one thing that I think fans overlook. You know, everyone goes, oh, you want to go to a bowl game. No, every player doesn't want to go to a bowl game. They don't want 15 additional practices. If you're Texas, you're not interested in going to some directional bowl, in essence. I, I think West Virginia wins this game. I like the Mounties minus two and a half at home. Uh, in the Pac-12, this is the game that uh, I think Stormy's going to be at this week in Corvallis. Arizona State stays north, right? They were in Washington last week. They're in Corvallis this week. Herm Edwards' team was laying five and a half, six last week. They're laying three here against an improved Oregon State team, 58 and a half. Is this another spot where you say they don't deserve to be favored by this many points? 100%. Yeah. I like Oregon State. Um, you know what? I, I forgot to give Britton that in the plays, actually. This is a play I like. I, I forgot to text him that. I didn't have it in the playbook. Uh, I like Oregon State here plus three, Mike. I think they uh, they cover this number in this matchup. Do you look at them on the money line at all, or is it not enough at plus 125? No, I did have it. I can't even remember. Uh, yeah, no, uh, 
I would take the money line, but I, the three is going to be critical because I think it's a tight game. This is one of those 31-28 type of games. You don't want to get beat on not taking the three here, but I think Oregon State money line is a great play because I think they're going to win the game, but just in case it doesn't work out that way. Um, B.J. Baylor and Fenwick have been tremendous. I think they're going to run the ball effectively. Arizona State 2-2 two and two on the road, including a win against Washington. Uh, this uh, Oregon State team 5-0 and oh up in uh, Corvallis. Let's close with this. Florida State. Big victory over Miami. They rallied. They had the lead. They gave it up. They rallied. On deck, they travel uh, north to play the Gators at the Swamp. Meanwhile, in between is a little stop at Chestnut Hill against Boston College and your guy, Jeff Hathley. The Eagles laying one and a half with a total of 54 and a half. I like Boston College here. I haven't played it yet, but I will end up taking BC. Um, to me, Boston College is a better team than Florida State. I, I feel like sometimes you get a name reputation, and that's what this is. This number should have been three, three and a half. You think they're a better team? I do. If this game was in Tallahassee, what's the number? Probably Florida State three. Yeah. I I, I agree with you. Uh, Paul Stone, by the way, is on the same side as you. He likes the Eagles in this one. Yeah. He, what is their record? He liked them before the year to I win seven I think they're six games. and four. Yeah, well, they're, yeah. They're, they're right on the cusp. Stay tuned to VEASAN. Up next, it's betting across America. Good luck this weekend, folks. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.